Before the next episode of XJob Downloaded starts, I have a big favour to ask. If you've enjoyed any of our episodes so far, please can you click on the follow button on your platform. I'm on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon and YouTube. It costs nothing to follow, but makes a real difference to me as a podcast producer. Thank you. This interview has been tape recorded. My name is Paul Leary and this is X Job Downloaded. And today I'm going to interview Jag Singh. Now, Jag is the vice chair of the Sikh Association of Police Officers. Is that correct? That is, yeah. Um, thanks ever so much for taking the time out today to to do this interview with me. Um, and as I said before, we're not going to touch on anything um, operational. Just out of interest, where are you from and what, what's your background? Okay, so I've... Um... I've been a police officer for about coming to 13 years now. Um, I'm originally from from the sort of Birmingham area. Um, I served in West Mids Police up until about the start of 2017. Then I transferred across to um, to Leicestershire. So I'm currently working as a as a DS in CRD, and we sort of cover sort of West Leicestershire and that sort of region, pretty much. Fantastic. And your family are Sikhs, originally from the Punjab. Yeah. So my yeah, so I'll be sort of second generation. So my parents came over, I believe my dad came over around about the 1960s or thereabouts, towards the end of the 1960s. Um, so did my mum, and they moved to the sort of smethic area of, of Birmingham, pretty much. Um, but they had the sort of same sort of story around how sort of people came over um, many sort of years ago with how much money they had. I think my dad had about three pounds in, in his pocket when he first came over. Um, but yeah, so they sort of... Um, lived and worked in, in the sort of Birmingham area pretty much and it's still there now. Incredible. I, I, I love Birmingham. I, mean, I did my CID course at Tally Ho long, long time ago, 10-week um, CID course, which the food was fantastic. There's a there's a Balti house just up, I don't know if it's still there, past Pebble Mill on the left-hand side. I think it's called the Royal Watan or something like that. And it's going there, table naan, great big Balti's. It's absolutely superb. What was your inspiration to join the police? I think I'll, I'll be honest. I think when I when I sort of joined, it was the sort of tail end of the um, recession back in two thousand eight, and I think that sort of rolled into sort of two thousand nine and ten. And I was teaching at the time, and where I was teaching um, is at a college, and there were sort of some discussions going on around um, sort of cutting hours back and um, sort of issues around budgets and so on. So I think back back in that sort of um, 10, 20 years ago, I think with sort of police applications that used to roll on, these you'd apply to join the police and it would sort of be in the system for about two years, a year or two years. So I had an application to join Westminster Police at the time. Um, that opportunity came up when I was sort of thinking about what I wanted to do. So I decided to join the police. Um, and I think joining the police as well, making a difference as well, and every day being very sort of different um, and doing very sort of different things, I, I really enjoyed it. So I, I stayed in the police and then I've ended up where I am now, pretty much. And, uh, I mean, the association itself, when when was the Sikh Association formed? When Or the Police Association for Sikhs, when was that formed? 
so we we've always had sort of local Sikh networks um for the last sort of 20 to 30 or 40 years and we felt that there was a need to have a, a national network or association which could sort of represent the interests of Sikh officers and staff um, throughout the country so we held a number of sort of discussions on the tail end of sort of 2018 and we formed it uh, I believe in February 2019 and uh, I think you mentioned Tallyho we held our um, launch event at Tallyho I believe it would have been February the 7th right. 2019 so I think we've, we've been around for about three years now pretty oh, much. Oh fantastic and what's the membership how many how many members are there? Um, top of my head, I think there's around about 200 members. Um, the membership that we sort of um, collate is either through, originally we were sort of giving out forms, people filling the forms. Um, we've now moved um, to an online sort of um, website and submissions by, by the website or even emailing us pretty much. But I would say around about 200 people. And, and what's and the... Pretty, Sorry. Officers and staff, pretty much. That's what I was going to ask you. So that's anybody that's involved in in policing, whatever in whatever role they can join. How has it changed over the years for members of the Sikh community within the police service? I, I think from if if you sort of look back at sort of policing, going back to the sort of sixties um, or seventies, I think the first um, Sikh police officer, in fact, joined Leicestershire Constabulary, I believe, in the nineteen sixties. So there's always been a sort of um, a sea presence within the police. And I think with with sort of Sikh officers and staff, um, the ones Sikhs that are sort of um, have the visible, visible representation, um, they're quite distinguished by the, the turbans that they wear and um, their the beards and so on. So I think there's always been a bit of a presence around um, within, within the police service in terms of the seat members of the police. And in terms of representation as well, I think generally it's been quite good as well. I think... Um, in terms of our sort of population within the UK and how many Sikhs we have within the um, police service, I think I'll say it's fairly well represented within the police service. But again, saying that there's obviously sort of differences in terms of concentrations. So, for example, uh, West Midlands Police, um, Thames Valley Police, the Met, even Leicestershire as well, they might have more Sikhs working within those police forces, but that's representative of, of of their populations, pretty much. And and do you think the and I'm not going to put you on the spot here, but do you think the the police service reach out to the Sikh community in order to gain more um, more recruits, or do you think there's more that they could do in order to support? I, I think that I think I'll say recently of the last sort of. Um, decade or so especially since the sort of um murder of uh, george floyd and the and the sort of emphasis around representation within the, the the wider service and the sort of push to recruit more people from underrepresented communities within those communities of the Sikh community i think there's been definitely been some emphasis there around um, reaching out to the Sikh community um I, i'd say there's a lot more that needs to be done there's always room for improvement but i think we are sort of Beginning, beginning to, or probably walking in the right direction, um, and hopefully that can sort of um, gain momentum as we go on. And and how do you feel the community accept you as a police officer? You know, the Sikh community—they're very, very, very proud people. I mean, I had the pleasure of um, going to a temple in Greys where I had to deliver a, a speech around Asian gold that was being stolen. Absolutely, and the hospitality was fantastic. Very, very proud 
people. Uh, what's the acceptance of of you being in the police within the in the community? I think if I look within my own sort of friends, of family and friend circles within my sort of local community and the, and the people that I know from my community from sort of across the country, I think generally I think there's um, they're quite sort of um, they see it as, as as quite a positive really to have someone who looks like them um, serving within the police, and I think that really helps to break down barriers as well in terms of the relations between the, the police um, service and, and the Sikh community as well. So there's a whole lot of benefits to it. And I think a lot of people do, do sort of see that and understand that and appreciate that. But I, again, there are some sections of the community that might not be uh, as receptive to having Sikhs serving within the police. Um, but I think on the grand scheme of things, from the interactions I've certainly had, um, I think it's generally sort of a, a positive message really more than anything else. Uh, and, that, and that's fantastic. I think, you know, the, the positivity around it is absolutely brilliant. And what my aim is to speak to all the, the different diverse groups within the police service, to you know, the operational heads like you, the, the representatives from the associations, because I think that the public need to understand that the police is a jigsaw puzzle and every part is important and we need to have that jigsaw puzzle complete with every cross member of, of society you know cross section of society how do you foresee the future for the association i think we've we've gone from strength to strength i think we've been really lucky and um to start off the way that we have and to have the support from the local seat networks as well um I think we've been on on quite a journey over the last sort of three years, but just to sort of um sort of fill you in in terms of some of the work that we've done, we've we've got a really good relationship with with government, uh, with with Home Office in particular. Um, we've got a good relationship with with a number of police forces. Um, in terms of operational matters where there's been issues concerning the Sikh community, we've been able to sort of um assist and support forces and help them to better understand what the issues are with the Sikh community with the, with the end aim that they have a better relationship with with the community really and, and understanding what the Sikh issues are and sentiments as well at the same time um we've branched out as well we've supported the launch of um local Sikh um police networks probably most recently West Yorkshire launched a Sikh association um College of Policing will launch one as well. And I think there's talks about Police Scotland launching one as well in the near future. So I think we're growing as a, as a network and as a branch. And I think that, that's a key word, really, the network. And I think it, when, you, when you've got people that are like-minded that want to work in collaboration with, with each other for a common purpose, I think it really does help. And it does break down barriers and it does put policing in a positive light as well, especially within communities that are quite traditionally sort of underrepresented really within the police so i think uh, looking forward in the future i think um there's a lot more growth there pretty much and and of course you'll have the support of of your, the chief officers and rightfully so the 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 community needs to be represented you know appropriately and i worked in leicester um we had some um, Asian males that died underneath a lorry. They've been brought in uh, a clandestine by a clandestine um, trucker, brought them in, and they died on the hottest day. It was absolutely terrible. And we did a lot of inquiries in Leicester. And I, I, I might have told you, but I was walking through this particular street, and I needed to find somebody that spoke Gujarati. 
And lo and behold, PCSO comes along and says, you know, this is my problem. I think these people are witnesses, blah, blah, blah. And she said, well, I speak Gujarati. And next thing you know, and it all falls into place. And, and that is proper community policing. You've got to have the right people in the right places. What's the future going to be for you, though? I mean, you're, you're a sergeant now. You're obviously going to be looking, hopefully you'll be looking to get promoted at some point. Is that the aim? Uh, that is the end, but just touching on what you've said around sort of community policing um, very quickly, Paul, I think in my sort of uh, career, I've only been in the job for about 13 years, I think I, I've seen the real sort of tangible benefits of having that relationship with the communities and I think breaking down barriers as well and where there's distrust and where it, it can sort of escalate to something else, um, where either we as an association or myself as a Sikh officer, we've been able to intervene and provide that sort of dialogue and that engagement and it's how to resolve a lot of issues and I think sometimes we don't always understand I think when when it comes down to prevent, preventative work it's really hard to measure preventative work because you can't measure it because if it's not happened there's no sort of measurements or scale that you can sort of um, apply to that and I think there is a lot of work that goes on with networks with police networks where we are able to have that engagement that dialogue and we are able to um, benefit the service really and I think the the association our association I think we've got a key part to key part to sort of playing that but coming back to your question I think in terms of myself I think um, I've got a long way to go although uh, I might look quite old on this podcast <laughs> I've still got about 20 years service left pretty much um, I'm not in a rush to sort of um, go up the ladder or even sideways I think I'll probably take it a step out of the time. I enjoy my role. I really enjoy the team that I've got as well. And I think on the ground, we, we do really make a, a, a big difference, really. So I enjoy the operational side of things, um, being on the front line. Um, yeah, where whatever the future holds, really. And and, <laughs> and, the, and the world is your oyster. You know, there are so many op- opportunities in the police. I, I'm just going to ask you a question. You're saying about your turban. We used to play hockey uh, against Sikh teams, and, and the turban is um, traditional headdress, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, the public don't realise that you will you won't wear a police hat. You'll wear a turban whilst you're out on patrol. Is that is that the case? Yes. Yeah, so if I can sort of explain the sort of significance of the turban very briefly. Um, so the, the turban itself has always been associated with with sort of ro- royalty or um, aristocracy, um, particularly within sort of the Indian subcontinent. I mean, you used to see it in, in sort of old European pictures as well. Um, what have you across? Um, across different parts of the world, but within the sort of Indian subcontinent, it was traditionally traditionally worn by members of the royalty, members of the ruling classes, or the aristocracy at the time. And our tenth guru said that I want my sort of Sikhs to wear the turban, and it represents a, a crown, pretty much. So f- for us, he's he's crowning us as as me- members of, of the of the Sikh faith. So the Sikhs see the turban as a crown, a crown pretty much, and. We, we hold it in very sort of high value and that's why I think the seats have always been quite uncompromising when it's come to the turban and sort of um standing up for our rights and the reasons why we want to wear a turban if we sort of apply that to sort of a western sort of um analogy and understanding in terms of the seats I mean if you look back to the sort of um the world wars and look back at world war one in particular when it was mainly sort of trench warfare and you had Sikh regiments that were brought over from the Indian subcontinent to fight in Europe. Um, I think the British commanders at the time were sort of um, adamant that the Sikhs need to sort of um, remove the turbans and wear helmets. 
um, but the seats refused and they they sort of fought with the turbans um they didn't sort of compromise um in terms of wearing a helmet and they were very sort of um steadfast in their identity and there's a lot of sort of um there's a lot of history there a lot of documented history around how the sort of Sikh armies and regiments fought very bravely they didn't compromise and a lot of scenarios in fact because the turbans are a lot more bigger than what we wear now um a lot of the bullets were fired at the Sikh soldiers by, by the Germans or the Austrians actually bounced back from the turbans <laughs> they didn't penetrate, penetrate the sort of um turbans or um injure them in any way so it's quite protective within itself but in terms of the identity and everything as well and the um steadfastness in terms of preserving our identity I think that 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 holds a special sort of place for Sikhs really and for us we sort of see it's a crown and coming back to the point around policing um I mean my my force Leicester police they've been they're very supportive in terms of um religious identities and what have you um so I've never been asked to sort of um replace my turban by wearing a helmet bearing in mind there are some operational areas where you would have to wear a helmet for example if you're in an ARV armed response vehicle if you're a firearms officer or if you're um CBRN trained or uh public order trained as well but in, in the general grand scheme of things in terms of general operational policing though I I, I would wear my turban um and as a detective um th there's no sort of um, prescribed colors that I would have to wear if it's a uniform then it's certain colors but if you're being plain clothes then it can be pretty much whatever colour. And what are the? Uh, I'm, I'm glad you've raised this because what are the values of the of the Sikh as of the Sikh religion? To sum it up very briefly, um, if you look at the three sort of principles of Guru Nanak, the first Guru, um, one is Gilid Guru, which is earning earning an honest living, not stealing from the poor. Um, not subjugating other people and taking their sort of um, values or possessions, but living an honest living, living a sort of household life, really. Um, second principle is Valgeshogor, so sharing with the less fortunate, and that that can sort of be seen within Agul Thrives up and down the country, where anyone from any sort of class, creed, or race or ethnicity can walk into Agul Thrives and, and expect to um, have food there, including the homeless. And the other principle is one so we, we we got a very sort of big emphasis around spirituality as well. Uh, sorry, knowledgeable. So uh, the emphasis around sort of spirituality is meditating on God and remembering God and having that building that closer connection to God whilst we're still alive, um, and having that spiritual connection there really. So they're the main three principles, and within those principles is it, it, it is around sort of standing up for others as well, and where we need to not being shy or reserved when we when we have to really more than anything else so i think a lot of these principles align with the ethics of policing as well absolutely and the sort of um wider nolan principles of public life around being selfless and everything else um but they're sort of principles that we as Sikhs would aspire to more than anything else that's fascinating i mean i i just i literally thought about that when you're explaining about the turban i mean it's really important to understand what your principles are before i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna press you on anything else but before we go any further is there anything you'd like to add or to clarify no i, I think thank you for the opportunity first of all most ball i think it's uh, it's really good to um have this podcast with, with, with yourself really and giving me the opportunity really to speak with you to explain my background and what what sort of um what what sort of things are important to me really around the association and everything else and I think 
um, just to sort of summarise, um, policing is a sort of good career. You, you can make a difference um, to people's lives. And I think if you look at the sort of um, the, the world around us now and all the noise and everything else going, going on, all the sort of um, negative narratives in the media and everything else, I think it sort of takes away the, the sort of positives in terms of what the police do day in, day out. And I think the vast majority of police officers work hard um, to do the right thing. Um, and that's really important to recognise. And I think in terms of policing itself, again, there's a lot of room for improvement. There's a lot of issues that need to be resolved. But if if you look at a sort of policing model, um, sort of community policing, policing by consent, I think we sort of sometimes fail to realise we're, we're quite the envy of the world. If you look at the police forces around the world in terms of how they police and everything else. And I think we've got something good here, but we need to build on that really and improve that more than anything else. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And if I can help with that, if it's about getting a message out, please don't hesitate to get in touch with, you know, we've got a lot of people across the world that listen to this, including the Indian subcontinent. Uh, you know, please, please reach out and we'll help you wherever we can to get that message out. I really believe in the police. It's 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 in me. And I believe that there are people that will let us down, but that just reflects society at large. And if you take a if you take a, a city of 140,000 people, which is about the size of the police service as a collective, in that 140,000, you will have people that will do the wrong thing. The fact is that we, the British police, have a minority of people that do that. If you took a city of or a town of 140,000 people, there'll be far more people doing wrong. So we're on the right lines. We just need to make sure we keep going and, and get rid of the bad people. Absolutely. And just to sort of finish off here as well, um, in terms of what we're looking to do, um, we, we're looking to hold our AGM at um, hopefully Warwick Castle in April. So um, that'll be a nice sort of uh, venue location for it. Lovely. Um, we're, we're doing a, a sort of staff survey um, currently with, with, with the university around sort of um, our sort of members and looking at themes around retention, recruitment and, and progression and wellbeing as well in general. Um, and then we're, we're currently sort of working with a, a number of forces around our sort of three-year strategy and what where we want to be in three years and what how we can support those forces and what they can sort of um, do to sort of um, help us on that journey, really, pretty much. So that's just a couple of things that we're doing in the pipeline at the moment, but yeah. That's brilliant. And if people want to get hold of you, I'll put you, all your links on on the podcast, but is there a, an email address or anything that they can get hold of? Yes. Yeah, so just to have a look at what we're sort of um, currently doing, what we've done, what we're looking to do, um, our website is www.nspauk.org. Um, if anyone is interested in sort of applying and becoming a member, again, we don't sort of um, have a, a, a sort of barred policy around who can join, um, even if they're not C, but they sort of... Um, have an interest in seek ethos they can they can join absolutely fine um yeah so just visit web, website really and you can see some further details on there that's, that's and if you want to get in touch um our, our email address should be on there as well that's brilliant and and i think it's fair to say that that if we had any members of seek community that had wanted a little bit of advice around joining the police service they can contact you through that site as well yes absolutely that's brilliant. And we'll, and we'll put this out through all the social media strands and make sure that we hit the right places. That's brilliant. Thank you for your time, Paul. Jag, take care. Keep safe, mate. And uh, tell all your friends up in Leicestershire to keep safe as well, please. Will do. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Take bye care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.